Welcome to Pitch Talks. All right, broski. On to the next episode. Um, just to start things off, man, how's life, bro? How's it, how's it been, man? Uh, still blessed and highly favored. Cannot complain. Cannot complain. Uh, we got a fence around our yard because we got small dogs, so we don't want them to run away. Uh, so we got that. Still still living a dream still can't believe i'm in house honestly like just like i said blessed and highly favored can cannot complain man upstairs, what about you mysterious ways. <laughs> yep say what in, the man upstairs works in mysterious ways man. yes yes <laughs> so yeah it's the journey it's all about the journey yeah, yeah go ahead that's it so yeah man, I, yeah um, that's really it for me Yo, for me, uh, yeah, things are good, man. I'm killing it at the job. I'm at home all week this week because of COVID. Um, Dang, really? Yeah. You sick or other people sick? Nah, the whole office is at home. Oh, wow. It's okay, all okay. home because of COVID. Um, so that's that whole thing is craziness. Um, yes. But um, I will say that, you know, I – Working from home makes me understand, man. Yeah, that's a, it's a great life. So I like people, but I don't like y'all. That's yes, sir. You know what I'm yes, so, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's a great experience, man. You get to just, you know, kind of be in your element all the time, and, and you know, and and not have to worry about outside distractions or whatever. When you can just focus on your work, you can multitask, do whatever you need to do. Um, it's great, man. It saves a lot of money on gas. Any of us that got to travel yes. and all that. So, yes, yes. I was talking about that last week, not the gas part, but just just the driving. You don't. I don't think you hate driving as much as me. But if I can go a week without driving, I'm happy. I can walk to the park that's down the street, man. Like I don't. I don't like driving. I don't like driving. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I like. I, I like driving. I just don't like driving for long amounts of time. Let me say a lot. That's a that's something I don't know. But I like driving. So it's just it's just the the traffic and the long. And in Florida, you got we get a lot of that. I'm saying go to homie's house, forty five minutes away. Go to Shelby's house, forty five hour away. It's it's always you always got to take them to start charging people gas money just to visit them. Yeah. <laughs> so but, you should, uh, you should. You, oh, yeah, you want yeah. me to come over? All right. Give me send me five dollars. <laughs> this might be stealing from another topic, but you know, I don't even look at gas prices when I go to gas station no more. Like this is this is <laughs> this is um, this is the cost that I'm about to suffer no matter what. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. Gas prices it is what it is. Yeah. There's a gas station. It's, I'm going in. It's like half the time. I mean, unless it changes drastically and you just notice it because people have been talking about it. It's like, yeah, it changed a couple 15 cents. It's like, I'm going to still buy the gas. <laughs> like, you, you still got to buy the gas. It sucks, but it's like, you got to drive. You got to buy gas. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things you got to deal with. But yeah, man. Anyway, <laughs> all right, we can get into our first game. Um, the first game. Was it Norwich versus Arsenal? Yes, sir. Um, I guess I'll get. I'll let you do the initial thoughts on this one. Um. All right. Well, initially, uh, I gotta give Arsenal credit because they, as of late, have been pretty impressive. Like uh, Arsenal is one of those teams that's always been good and always been talked about as being a big team, but um. 
lately the past couple of years, they've been like real inconsistent, but I hope I'm not speaking too soon, but it seems like they're starting to show some consistency here. So, uh, I hope you are speaking um, and name brand. Yeah. They're, they're a name yeah. People know them, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. P- people know Arsenal, like people know of them, but, um, it's crazy because Arteta, they've given a lot of time to, and they've given him, like he's, he's been through some trials where it hasn't looked so good, but they're giving him the time and it seems like it's starting to pay off. And it seems like he's finding the players that he likes the way they play and he's keeping them in. Like Aubameyang, for example, a couple of years ago, people were calling him one of the best players ever. And he hasn't been playing well and apparently he's had some discipline issues and Arteta's like, all right, peace. Like, all right, that's it, you know? So Arteta's kind of cut him out of the team and they played all their younger, like a little less experienced people and it's been working out for him. So um, that's my initial thoughts. And on the Norwich side, uh, they've been terrible. They brought in Dean Smith, who I think is a decent coach from Maston Villa, but you hear it a lot. I just... They just don't look like a Premier League team. Yeah, like, they're fighting they look like they're destined. Yeah, they look like they're destined to go down. I think they're in last place now. I think they've been in last place. So, yeah. And and it's not like Newcastle where they got like Alan and Sam Maximin, who you think is just like just filthy and can win you a game. I don't know if they have a player like that. If they do, I haven't seen them. Like, so – they're they're just in trouble, man. They're just in trouble, and they need they need a miracle. I don't know if they have money to spend in January, but they need to bring in Gabriel Jesus. Um, they can't have or something like that. But no, I'm just I'm just saying they need J E S U S. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. I don't mean they actually need Jesus, but they need Jesus. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, cause, 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 uh, cause they got it bad. You, you know what I mean? They, yeah. they got it bad. Like I should say, they got it bad. Um, but yeah, I, I ain't even starting a game. If you want to start, or you got something else to say. Yeah, I got a quick thing to say. Uh, we haven't talked about this for non soccer fans. Um, so the concept of relegation. Um, I guess you can give a little bit more details. I'll give a quick little overview. Uh, so the whole concept is you know, if you don't play well enough, if you don't get high enough in the standings, you get relegated. I don't know how is it four teams? Uh, I think it's the bottom. I think it's the bottom three teams. Bottom three teams get relegated, and then three teams from the lower league get pushed up to the next league. So imagine you're if you're in the NBA and your team is <laughs> tanking. They don't even get to play in the NBA no more. They got to play in the G League. Yeah, that's, they got to. They get dropped down, man. So that that it is. That, That'll ruin. That'll stop all tanking. Like if you don't even get to play and you lose all this money, you'll have mm-hmm. no owners talking about taking. So it's a concept that, to, for me, in my opinion, should be kind of introduced to the league if possible. The problem is, you know, Americans, you know, people are not going to be happy. We had a bad season. I can't even watch us play against the pro teams. You know, uh, yeah. the next season. Yeah, people don't like, but it'll help competition wise. Yeah, people don't like change, but it would be something that makes every game interesting because 30, 40 games into the season, if you're a fan of the Orlando Magic and they're about 20 games from 500 and you know they're not going to make the playoffs, like those, yeah, shout out to Tito, but. 
I, I'm sorry I said the Magic first because honestly I could have said the Pistons because the Pistons ain't been showing up. So if you're a fan of a team that's not doesn't have a chance at all of making the playoffs, it's like they're playing obviously because they're getting paid to play, but there's nothing else for them to play for. So the game isn't really relevant. Like obviously the numbers I'm sure for viewing goes up crazy during the playoffs because there's something like on the line. But if you're watching a team that doesn't have a chance to make the playoffs and they're just trying to play their games because they're contracted to play those games, like the competition drops off. But if those teams have something to fight for, like staying in the NBA, like the games I think would be more competitive. It just basically, since there's no postseason, the regular season just weighs a lot more uh, in the Premier League and in most soccer league because most of them are run the same way. And that's the biggest key is that they don't have a postseason. So, yeah. And, you know, in yeah. the NBA, you know, there's also TV contracts and other things that are involved in the whole, the whole system that, you know, you can't just relegate a team you know, seamlessly like the way you can in soccer where – you say, and it's not a player, it's not a players union and, and stuff like that. So obviously there would be a lot of hurdles that they would have to overcome. But the whole concept of making the games meaningful, I appreciate that when it comes to soccer because I don't at the end of the season, even if a team is out of it, they're still fighting because they don't want to get relegated. You know, and I'm sure it's a loss of huge money for them if they if they do. So the the team in up top have motivation to, you know, uh do their best to try to win games. Um, so let's, let's get let's get into the game though. Yep, yep, yep. We didn't um, talk to a lot and haven't got to yeah. the football. <laughs> yeah. So early on, man, about six minutes in, um, you know, great pass, great pass in bars and a little fluid and. Yeah, I had this. I had the same. I had the same notes. It was a. Oh, it was a. T- well, the first goal came from like a kind of late, a terrible pass. I guess good pressure from Arsenal. Um, but yeah, Norwich just basically turned the ball over deep, but yeah, the quickness of the ball movement on this goal was, it was like vintage Arsenal. I don't know how else to explain it. Like the ball was just going back and forth. Uh, Martinelli was involved in it cause he's, he's been so good for them this year. He's been so good. Martinelli was involved. Uh, I want to, was Odegaard involved in the first one? Odegaard was everywhere this game. I think he might have been involved in this first the one ball too. Came to like eight players before it got scored. So like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Martinelli made a run inside, found Odegaard, and then Odegaard switched it out to Saka, and then Saka really, he really did his thing. Like, it's frustrating from a defensive mindset point of view. Like, just like in basketball, it's like, okay, you know, this player is good on his left foot. Like, has he done something on his right before? Sure. But you know he's good on his left foot. So push the dude away from his left foot. So they don't. They let Saka cut in on his left. And I think he shoots it kind of between a player's legs, which yeah. is kind of lucky. Yeah. And it's it's almost impossible for the goalie to save that. But, hey, it's, it's a good goal. So, yeah, good early ball movement from Arsenal, moving it quick. The difficulty <laughs> of guarding somebody who's – Dominant foot or dominant air side is the left side. Trans is every every sport they have this issue. It's it's because you're not used to playing against those type of players. You're used to playing against yeah. right sided people that yeah, are in the in the game in real time to 
Think about the game plan or think about that player. That's why you never let Isaiah Thomas go left. Never let, you know, players like that go left because they'll stop you, but then you'll hear some, someone in, you know, the audience or, or the, the broadcast would be like, you know, like they didn't read the scouting card. Why you let them go left? It's not that easy. You know, when you're playing the game, you know, you're not thinking like that. You got to you gotta get a playoff instant. Yeah. Yeah. Facts, facts. Um, and then in soccer, there's just so much space on the field that you want to cut them off on their left. But if you follow them all the way inside on their left, that just leaves so much space down the right side. And if you're the left back, like, that's an easy pass to somebody that's making a run. And yeah, I, I give soccer credit, but to me, it's like the Iron Robin and Mono Ginobili. If you want to go to basketball, it's like, man, how does this man get to his left every single time? But hey, man, I mean, Salah's the same. He <laughs> yeah. Left. Yeah. He, he's he just going to find a way to get to his left and you're not going to stop him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, things get really chippy early on. I don't know if you want to talk about things get really chippy. These teams, you can tell these teams don't like each other. I don't know what the history is with these two, but they didn't like yeah. each other. Got really chippy I, don't, I don't know much about the history either, but um, Norwich probably doesn't have a choice but to try to make the game kind of like that because they don't have the talent. <laughs> so it's like, you don't have the talent. You got to kind of find a way to win, man. You really do. Um, break up the game, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You got to break up the game. You got to do some cheap fouls and it's the kind of stuff that it's like you don't like to see but it's like you almost understand it man they're just scrapping and that's the kind of stuff you wouldn't necessarily see in basketball they'll just take the loss because they know they're still getting paid and they know at the end of the season they're not getting relegated and losing contracts so yeah I, it is what it is, but the chippiness didn't even matter. Arsenal was all over them. Yeah. All, Arsenal was all over them this game. Right <laughs> was... before the half, right before half, mm-hmm. um, straight up brilliance um, by Tierney um, to score the second one around the 44 minute mark. Just, just, oh my, just brilliance. Like, man, there's nothing, I don't really know how to describe it besides. Yeah. Just brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some more. Some more good movement. I think it's. I think it's Martinelli again, man. I'm telling you, like Martinelli really puts his stamp on these games. But then Odegaard is their like final final ball player. You know what I mean? He's the one that just finds it and just sets people up. So I think Martinelli passes it to him, and Odegaard's just looking around for somebody, and Tyranny's just making a crazy run down the left and. He picks him out, like basically hits him in stride, and then Tyranny just has a really nice finish. And I'm like, I don't know, it's it's another one of those left backs and right backs forgetting what their real job is, and they're just scoring goals or getting assists. It's today's league, though. Like you can't just be a left back and just play defense anymore. Unfortunately, like the game has changed, so you gotta have more to your game than just defending, which is why. Juan Basaka at the moment can't get a game for Man United. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Can't even can't even get on the field, man. And he's probably the best right back defending wise in the league, but he can't even get on the field. Can't even get on the field. Um, but yeah, so Tyranny scores nice low shot um, to put Arsenal up two zero, and that's the score at the half, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think so. Right before the half. Right before the half. Yep. 
And this then this then this gets out of second half. It gets out of you know out of hand. This one gets you know it becomes a uh, route. Um, but you know, I gotta shout out Saka. Believe he uh, draws the penalty, um, and um, they score again on the penalty. Uh, I believe the penalty is uh, Lacazette scored the penalty. Um, to me, uh, I'll just this is my last point on this game. Uh, Saka is my man of the match. Uh, <laughs> excellent. Um, he finally looked like himself. Uh, I don't feel like he's been himself this season. Uh, I think a lot of that is he doesn't have the right person to set him up consistently. That you know he can't be the, as good as he is. But a lot of a lot of those players are reliant on other players. And when you're a player like that, relies on other players like center forwards like Ramu or some Rama or something like that. Uh, it's it's hard to show how well you're playing when you're not getting set up right or you're not the chemistry is not good. You know because your team's just not clicking or for whatever the reason is. Um, and you can be making great runs throughout the, you know, throughout the game, even with. But if, yeah. But if no one's finding you, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll, I'll agree with that. Sokka, I think was my player to match to. I mean, cause he had another late goal in this game where he just kind of shifted on to the inside, got to his left again. And had another nice low finish. Surprise, surprise. Man got a shot on his left foot and scored. Um, Lacazette scored their penalty um, after he got fouled. Uh, and I think they ended up winning 4-0. I think they got another goal called back. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe um, got his goal called back because he was – I guess he was offside. I mean – it it was very very close very very close but I think his tapping got called back, um, if I remember that correctly. So, uh, I actually uh, was wrong about the beginning part. It was Saka that scored, like you mentioned, but it was mm-hmm. um, Lacazette that drew the penalty. Um, this one became yep. a blowout earlier, early on, so I really checked yeah, out yeah. early on. <laughs> I wasn't too concerned about it, but I, I feel you. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> it was beat down. I was thinking about you know my Eagles. Like, are we gonna win this game? <laughs> I had them somewhere else at that point because the game was such a beat down. But um, yeah, that was that was too sad. Okay, but yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, Lacazette, I think, did a decent enough job to draw that penalty. I think Odegaard – it wasn't Odegaard this time. I keep giving Odegaard all the credit. It was actually a Smith throw that passed a quick ball into Lacazette, and Lacazette just – he does really well, like, shielding the ball with his body, and the defender just fouled him. He went over, and then he ended up scoring the penalty after that. But, um, but yeah, Arsenal looked – they looked good. I mean – they look good and Norwich look bad. So that's why the score was what it was. Like Arsenal played like they are fighting for one of those top four spots and Norwich played like they are ready to go back to the championship because they're just not ready for the Premier League. They just don't have to they just don't have to squad, I guess. They I don't know. Just not enough talent. Yeah, like Pep, simple Pep, as that. Players win the games, man. So Pep, Yeah, Pep, yeah. Like, yeah, because it, it's one of those things, it's like not not I don't think a manager can save them at this point. It's great that they hired a new manager and I don't think it's on him that they're losing. Like I just don't think their team's good enough. I don't think Tuchel, Pep or anyone can get 
a good enough performance out of them right now. So they they got they got a lot of work to do, but props to Arsenal for uh consistently picking up results lately. We'll see if it keeps on that way. Bad <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but they they I don't remember who all they played against lately, but they they've been showing up. Like they've been actually performing. They haven't been the Arsenal of the last couple of years where they just been trash off and on. So we'll see. We'll they see. Don't I don't. I don't respect them. <laughs> they don't play they're, the defense. They can be explosive offensively. But, you know, mm-hmm. they're actually at least they're not bad to watch. At least they're 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 a good team to watch. Even if you, you want to see them making mistakes, they'll they'll do. A, there'll be a lot of mistakes. <laughs> it'll be an interesting game. Even this five zero was an interesting five zero for a good you know, forty minutes, maybe 40, 40, 50 minutes. So yeah. That's all I had on the on the Arsenal game. Uh, Same with me, man. Same with me. We can roll. We can roll on, man. All right, uh, we're gonna move on to the main event. <laughs> the main main event is early on. <laughs> the main event. We gonna have a couple with after you know. Just this is this is what it's all about. Right? And and uh, just before I even talk about City, man, Liverpool dropped one today, man. Thank like uh, that's what I'm talking about. Just, just drop a point today. Lost. I guess, hey, against the team that y'all playing against. Yeah, lost to Leicester City. So, yeah. City versus Leicester City. So, this one was actually very, very interesting. Right? And I was not happy um, watching this game. I was okay. Obviously, we take the three points. Um, but the way we conceded, and I'll talk about that later was extremely annoying and frustrating and I've been talking about this with certain players even though my player of the game is going to or magic man of the match is going to be one of those players but this was a frustrating game to watch it because when you're way talented way more talented than the other team teams have the I don't know what it is but they have this desire to play down the competition and take their foot off the gas. And Pep has never been that type of coach, and I don't know where that mentality came from because this is not a Pep game. This should have been a a a, a forward nail game. But just early on, we'll talk about part of the reasons why this was one of those type of games. Um, the pressure from the front line wasn't the way it was supposed to be based off of the players that we have. Um, Foden and Grealish, again, are on the bench. Um, we've talked about this already. This was speculation about what, what they did in the nightlife, whatever. Um, so they're getting punished or whatever. Um, if this was an Arsenal, they would have been playing. So, you know, this is fake, you know, you know punishment. <laughs> fake punishment, but, yeah. But um, they're on the bench, whatever. Um, De Bruyne early on is in the false my position. Him and Silver are kind of playing that false my position. They're in and out. Um, the way we play, there's always, there's not ever a real true number nine, but uh, that's the way we're set up early on. Um, Fernandino starting, um, Sterling and Mars are the wing attackers. Um, early on, I got to shout out again to boy Sterling. He looks great. Um, you know, he, he looks like, you know, uh, like, you know, like ain't nobody can stop him. You know, and, he, and he's just telling, you know, he's just telling the team, you know, follow me. You know, he's just telling them, follow me. So, you know, and, and he's dominating. 
right now. He's he's he's, he's complete. He's completely changed your opinion. I'm loving that. Yeah, I'm I loving love, that. He's playing and is he so, and he's so, <laughs> you know the brilliance about him this game is because he was completely dominant with the ball, you know, yep. which is what he's been great at for most of his career is the dribbling, and it's, that's why mm-hmm. I didn't understand how we're. How do you lose your dribbling? Because even in <laughs> basketball, you don't lose your handle. That's one of the things that stays. How do you lose your handle? You know, so Sterling looks really, really good, um, and um, he's really leading the charge. Uh, early on, De Bruyne, my boy KDB, you know, turns and scores easily. Um, Pass by a friend, you know. Um, early on, it's on the four-minute mark, one-zero. Uh, um, nice little lob to you know the boy. Terrible defense. I don't know where they were at. They should have been trash defense. Was my note trash. They yeah. were nowhere near him. I, I mean, obviously they're that. staying back, thinking that he's gonna pass. But that was that was the worst. He's not passing from there though. I've ever seen. That was the worst defense, bro. It was terrible. <laughs> like because the ball was in the air, so you have plenty of time to get close to him, and there was no one near him when he turned. No one near him. There's people around him, too. So there are people there to come and play defense. They just decided to stay a couple inches. Like I just don't understand, like, distance. how he he gets that ball in the box. Because it, it was a great pass from Fernandinho. But with him playing that pass, it's like somebody should be there, like, on him tight to close him down. And you had time to get there. The ball was played in the air. Like, I don't, I don't know. But... Yeah, at the end of the day, beautiful turn and great left footed shot from De Bruyne, though. Yeah, hey, put it on your highlight reel. <laughs> and um, this is yeah. his eighth goal in 11 Premier League starts. And so De, De Bruyne is back in form. I was concerned about him early on. I've said this last week. The man is on his game, and this is why I'm confident that we're going to win the Premier League and we got a chance to win the Champions League this year because De Bruyne is healthy now and he doesn't look like he's being inhibited in any way. Uh, through his ankle injury. So he looks great. He looked great throughout. He got took out. I don't know what the hell that was, but I'll talk about that later. Um, Laporte, again, go ahead and draws a penalty uh, early on. Not a lot of contact on this one. I'm not really sure if this was truly a penalty. But I'm actually a, I'm a, I'm a hater on this. I'm not going to lie, because if you watch this playback, the first thing that happens is Ruben Diaz pushes whoever's trying to mark him. So to me, that happens first. So why not just call that first? And then you don't have to call that questionable foul on Telemann slash Laporte. Because did he have his arm around him? Yes. Did he pull him down? Probably not. Like it's Telemann's versus Laporte. Like look at the size differential. Telemans ain't strong enough to just pull that dude down like you're that. Pull, yeah, you're not pulling nobody. But down we. Like that. But we, but we, hey, but, but yeah, yeah, you know, when no, you're at the top of the league, we, part, so. yeah, when, you, when you're at the top, yeah, that, my, I watched this game and I got a few notes, but my major notes were that, that the officiating on the corners was terrible. It was actually trash. It was actually really bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I saw that. But I do know on this play, we got a goal and we shouldn't have had a goal. <laughs> you know, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, it didn't matter because we won by more than a goal, but it could have mattered yeah. the way this game yeah. But Yeah. Um, right a little bit after that, actually, Ederson makes a great play. Um, I don't know if this counts as a save, um, but he leaves the box early because they're on a break and he clears the ball 
And they could have scored easily there if he's not on on on, you know, on his P's and Q's because yep. like player like Edison, where you're not ever really being challenged because our defense has been so solid for the, for the last couple of years. Yeah, I can understand why you could fall asleep, but if he doesn't, you know, leave the box there and get there and clear that ball mm-hmm. before the defender gets there or the defensive player gets there, then you know th- we might be talking about a you know a, a two a two one type of game. Yeah, you had a great game for Madison today. You had a couple moments. You had a couple moments. So then um, Gundigan scores around the twenty-one minute mark. Uh, just you know, just a great, great passing, you know, by Silva to KDB and then to Cancelo. Um, you know, his cross is deflected by Schmeichel, but um, you know, Gundin gets gets the tap in. He's he just has a knack of being where he needs to be at the right time. A lot of people yep. call luck, just like with, with Ronaldo. Ronaldo's made a career off of. Now, obviously, he's had another career off of making great plays. But a lot yeah. of his goals is just being at the right place at the right time and yeah. having, you know, just 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 being there. And a lot of times we're actually, yeah, we're actually missing we're actually missing a player like that. Like I think that's the kind of player like uh Connor Gallagher is. And I think if he comes back into our team, he'll get a lot of goals like that. Because we don't have a player that just kind of just shows up. Like we have to work so hard to create chances for our players, but we don't have a player that just kind of like right space, right, right, right place, right time, and just finishes it. We need one, man. We need one. But, yeah, let me stop interrupting you. No, no. And your boys. Look. We need one, man. (laughs) Anybody can just play like Gundigan. Like, KDB dropped him in. We didn't miss a beat last year. Yeah. So, um, you need a guy like that that, like, it feels – I feel dirty when when he's on the bench. Like, a player playing that well shouldn't be on the bench. Um, but there's just another guy who's all world that he just can't sit. And then there's another dude who's playing out of his mind, who's playing all world that you can't sit. So unless Silver or KDB sitting, then he's not playing. Like Sterling. yeah, it's simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Sterling, you know, he scores on a penalty. And he draws a penalty on Tillemans. I don't know what the hell this was. This was some nonsense by Tillemans. Um, I don't even know what to say on this. This was. Stupidity. Yeah. And well, at the end of the day, I think I, my opinion on this was Tielemans is not a good defensive player. Like from time to time, you can get an interception or something like that, but he's not very physical. He's not quick. Like he's just not a good defensive player. So him getting a one-on-one with uh, Sterling, it's a uh, barbecue chicken. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what it is. And and Sterling, Sterling did exactly what he needed to do and switched from right, went to left, and just took the foul. I mean, but even if Tielemans just was smart enough to know, okay, Sterling is going to his left foot. When have you seen Sterling score with his left foot? He doesn't really score with his left foot. Let this man go to his left foot and just force him to cross it or something. But so, nah, Tielemans so sticks a leg out and <laughs> trash. Is, you know, actually read the scouting report. That's what it's made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know something? Like I know, I know. Brendan Rodgers, if he saw Sterling going into this game, was like, "Hey, if he makes a move and goes to his left, let him go." Like, I, I want to know the numbers on how many effective crosses or shots Sterling puts in with his left foot, because I guarantee you, it's not that high. 
<laughs> like just let let this man go to his left and try to get a block in but don't just swing a leg out like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing bro <laughs> yeah so i think i actually missed i don't even, i didn't make a note of it but the madison's uh madison scores um in the second half madison scores yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah uh okay i think i think most of their stuff that they got in the second half was off of breaks but mm-hmm. i do want to point out Nacho this game was so so good because he i think he's the one that ends up assisting madison but he's just so good he's because he's strong he's decent like on the ball and uh-huh. he's got vision and decent passes too because he got this ball on the break and I don't know how to explain it, but the port, the port kind of, falls on the ground. <laughs> you gotta plow the port, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think what impresses me is just the timing on this pass. It's almost like in basketball, it's like you pass it when they're not expecting it, like they're not ready for it, and that's how this was. It's like it's like he faked, almost like he was gonna take an extra touch and dribble, and he just passed it. It's almost like he passed it like almost out of rhythm, so that the defender really didn't have a chance. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you'll have to you'll have to go back and look at it. But it's like when he passed the ball, it looked like his foot wasn't even. I don't I don't know how to explain it. You got to look at it. But it was perfect, and it was weighted perfect, and it was just set up easy for Madison to score. <laughs> timing. It's all about timing. It's yeah. Timing, right? Then you'll be fine. Like you'll you'll yeah. be defense. It's just like a yeah a left handed layup. Know on mm-hmm. the left side, if you use the your opposite foot, yeah, you're not expecting it, that's why it's too quick. Yep. You can't block, it. yeah, 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 yeah. It's good explanation, good explanation. That's how that's how this pass was. It just, I don't know, it just didn't look like it was in rhythm, it was almost like an unorthodox or orthodox pass. So it's like the defender has no chance of getting to that. Yep, so they <laughs> score again around the 65 minute mark. Um. Or I think this is Lookman around the 59 minute mark. Um, you know, Ian Nacho with the assist, uh, he uh, he played really well again. <laughs> Madison stole the ball in that one, steals the ball back after you know they're playing around with it, and um, so it's a 4 2 game at this point. Um, but you know, things get interesting because around 10 minutes later, you know, Ederson makes a save. But he doesn't save it completely, and the ball is right there in the middle of the damn box, and they they score again. So. And that man, Ianacho again, mm-hmm. two assists and a goal. I'm telling you, he he balled out of control this game. But uh, but was it enough? Yep. <laughs> three minutes later, this is why I just love the clutchness. Three minutes later, we get a header from Laporte. It was crazy accurate, perfect. Um, just perfect header. The goalie can't do nothing about it. It's just too, just too accurate. This is, oh wait, no, it wasn't. Off the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to go back and watch the play on that one because I don't, I don't know if I have a complaint from that one. It's another. It's the last goal that y'all score. Um, that Sterling scores. Like, if you go back and watch the replay of this, this last goal from Sterling. Because it comes off of a corner too. Yeah. Um, right? If yeah. you go back and watch this replay, um, Ruben Diaz is holding two players. He's holding <laughs> yeah. two players. He's point. holding two players uh, when the ball is about to get played into the box. One of them falls down too easily, I would say. But he's holding two players. 
um, for Laporte to make a run. So then Laporte makes his run and they try to get to him. And Ruben Diaz is the one that ends up getting the header and it knocks down to Sterling and Sterling knocks it in. But to me, he is literally bear hugging two players before this play starts. Why is no one calling that a foul? I don't understand it. I didn't see it. And if you, I didn't see it. Like, like I said, like you didn't see it because <laughs> you are a city fan. But if you go back and watch this play, he literally has his hands holding two players so that Laporte can make a run. And Laporte makes the run. The ball misses him, and it just falls to Ruben Diaz. But it's like there's no way they can get back into position. Because they're being held, exactly. but at the yep. but at the end of the day, I put this on Brendan Rodgers. Um, part of it is injuries, but he consistently put smaller players against your center backs, and he did this three times. Y'all scored three on three corners, and he still decided to do the same thing. Like it was Ianacho, it was Telemans, and it was somebody else. Like he didn't put the players that were playing at center back against y'all bigger players like the center backs that are the biggest threat so i'm gonna blame brendan rogers for this but i'm also blaming the officiating because the officiating was terrible yeah it's kind of like but yeah an offensive lineman that just hold on running plays in football yeah. or yeah but you can't like, literally Ruben diaz is holding them like this yeah. it is so obvious like whenever you see in the in crowd NFL, is hard. whenever you see in the yeah. nfl when somebody has their arms around a player like this, it's an automatic hold. But in soccer, apparently Ruben Diaz can just bear hug two players. Uh, in my head, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, how is this? How are they letting this fly? Yeah. But, hey, man. But, hey. And right before and it, that, you know what's great? <laughs> right before that, Edison makes a crazy save on Ian Nacho. And, and this could have been a something. This could have been a really problem if they would have been 5-4. Yeah. But they're right, like right before that, you know, Edison ball is, you know, in a 3 0 game, the man balled out. Because, so, you know, so, so right. what happened? Like, explain to me what, explain to me what happened. Like, why, obviously, y'all won the game by three goals. So the end result doesn't really matter. But, um, y'all are, y'all have been getting clean sheets or maybe giving up one goal here or there, like consistently. What happened this game? How right. were they able to get out, y'all? So, I'll, 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 I'll give it to you straight. So, my, pl- my man in the match is actually Laporte, and the biggest reason mm-hmm. why this game was close was because of Laporte. <laughs> you know, and I he's a good player. I don't want to act like he's not a great player or a good player. He's not a great player, but he's a good player. Um, and he's solid. But he just makes so many poor decisions and so many mistakes that mm-hmm. there's only so much somebody can cover. We don't have a – besides Diaz – I guess I can't say this now because we have a really good type of Diaz. But we don't have enough dudes that can make up for your your crap that we can just, mm-hmm. you know, overcome you just being stupid. And Laporte <laughs> makes too many plays. I'm like, what are you doing? You're a defensive player. Just play defense. Stop trying to make plays. That you're not. You're not that player. It's like he sees Ederson. He sees Cancelo. Great <laughs> passes. He's like, you know, I can do all that same. You know, no, you can't. You need he needs to, play to defense. He needs to Focus simplify his game, is what you're saying. Yes, just simplify okay. it and stop trying to do too much. And Laporte constantly does too much. And no, no, actually, from a, I get to a more strategic standpoint. We talked about how our, you know, on both our teams, the outside defensive players, the outside backs, 
play it low up forward. Yep. So in this game, we played Zachenko and we played Cancelo. Yep. When we played both of them, both of them love to play up. Yep. And Pep loves to play them up. So really, we're playing with a two-back line with Edison. Yeah. Yep. And we get exposed when we have too many players in our back line that want to be involved in the offense. And I love yep. Zachenko and I love Cancelo, but if we play them both, we're going to lose to a great team when it matters. Because yeah. we don't – because Diaz cannot make up for Laporte's bullshit. He can't make yeah. up for it. He's great. And Diaz this year has been a little iffy at times. But D- at least Diaz I know I can trust because of last year and the year before that. Mm-hmm. But Laporte, I don't trust him in any yeah. scenario. If I need Stones in there or I need some like, – or Ake, I, I just can't deal with Laporte with Zichenko and and Kinsella. If we're going to play Zichenko, we got to play um, my boy uh, what's his name? How am I forgetting his name? Um, Walker. We got to play Kyle. Kyle Walker, yeah. We got to play Kyle. Or either, we, we can't play them both. It's got to be one or the other. You, ooh, and, ooh. And, I just... and if you're going to sit, and, I, and for me, I don't want to sit Kinsella. So you just play Kinsella and you got to play Walker because Walker does enough of, he can make up for playing up because he's so yeah, fast so that he can play defense too. But Zachenko is strictly a, really an offensive player that plays some defense when he wants. But he's an offensive player. But he yeah. can play I, defense. I think um, I think it's almost like, a, okay, so basically I'm going to say this, and it's because it's accurate. Like right now there's maybe one or two teams that could probably match y'all just playing football-wise. Like just be like, all right, we could play good with the ball just like y'all can, and we can go match to match. Like, and I don't even think those teams are in the Premier League. I think it's like uh, Bayern Munich and I want to say PSG, but y'all basically balled out on PSG and they and they luckily got and they luckily got a goal. So I want to just say it's Bayern Munich that can probably just go toe to toe and just play football against y'all. So to me Brennan Rodgers got it wrong from the beginning and was like, "All right, yeah, we could just play it back for. We could just play with these guys." And that wasn't the case. So in the second half, he was like, "Nah, we're going to play it back five and we're going to let them have the ball and we're going to win the ball back." And we're going to be in positions when we win the ball back to where we can hurt them. And that's what he did in the second half. And that's why they had some success. And that's what we had to do to win the Champions League against y'all. We had to play our back five. And when we got the ball, we had to be we had to be good with it. But it's almost like, okay, you're not going to press City because they got players like De Bruyne and they got players like Bernardo Silva that are going to beat their man. And when you're pressing and you get beat, there's just space everywhere Numbers. It's like and they're going to yeah. there's space everywhere and they're going to exploit it. And the way y'all move people around, like, and get people out of position, like you're just going to create chances. So Brendan Rogers, like he made a defensive move to bring some people out, but in reality, it was like their best move to get something going forward too, because it's like, okay, we got to get in this shape. We got to defend. But when we get the ball back, because City are pushing so many players forward, we just got to get players in positions to where they'll be effective. Whether that's sense. like whether that's like out wide to where they're just getting behind Cancelo because he's out of position, 
because that's what we did. Like basically, we let Kyle Walker go forward, and once he was out of position, it's like okay, now Diaz in the port. We just need to beat one of them, and we're in, we're in on goal. And I'll have to watch back some of the highlights because you said it was mostly the port, but yeah, I think it's just just yeah, it's just it's just getting them. Yeah, it's just getting them. It's just getting them into a position to where they have to make a, a split decision, and whether you put somebody out there with pace or just somebody that can pick a pass, it's just getting those players in position because City want to keep the ball. It's like a they want to have the ball, and it's like you just gotta I'll gotta you gotta figure it out <laughs> a little bit. Just revise it a little bit. It was mostly Laporte, but it was a mm-hmm. combination of. Zachenko and Cancelo playing both of them with Laporte. Yeah. You play Stones there, you play Ake there, then mm-hmm. you don't. This, these things don't happen because gotcha. you can play forward and then get away with making mistakes, and then people get back. You know, and certain players don't like to play you back, and I'm not going to call it my own boy, but people, certain players don't get back. <laughs> to offensive players that you need people that are good enough. Man to man that can block shots. Um, the way your boy was balling out today, Chalaba. We'll talk about him later. Yeah, but, he's... um, not today, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like you need players that can just stay on their feet and block shots and yeah. make those deflections. You need a player like that. And Laporte, you just can't trust him to do that because he'll get on the yeah. ground, he'll miss, he'll make mistakes. So if you put Stone there, then I'm fine. Play Zachenko because I want I want to play Zachenko. Just Zachenko. Yeah, because he he's shown he he's shown he's special. He ain't Cancelo level, but yeah, I don't I don't remember if it was this game or another game, but he had a ball into Bernardo Silva that I was like, ooh, junk was beautiful, <laughs> it was beautiful. But yeah, yeah, I mean they to me obviously they lost the game, but to be able to put three goals past City, like other teams got to take note and be like, all right, they played a bad five and they had their team set up to counter. And that's always been the way to beat City. I don't know why people, like, won't respect that. Like, the way y'all been putting five and six goals on people because they just refuse to respect the fact that, yeah, we, we got to play defensively mm-hmm. and we got to counter. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, a team like that's Chelsea, good, who's right? one of the biggest teams a – se- a, se- a team like Chelsea, who's one of the biggest teams in the world – appreciated the fact that yeah yeah we're gonna have some possession because we got players that can keep possession but at the end of the day like we might have to get them on a counter attack and we might have to be really really good defensively yep because otherwise they're gonna pick you apart like to me at this point if you're playing a back four against manchester city you may get torn apart like you may get torn to pieces Simple as that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal, even if they haven't been playing with the back five, play with the back five against y'all this weekend because I think y'all got them this weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if they changed it. But, yeah, I'm done talking about your boys unless you got something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't have I don't have anything else going on. This was a, a, a good win for us. We play uh, Brentford. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I play Brentford. Okay. Uh, and then we play uh, Arsenal. On, uh, it is Arsenal. Okay. So, um, it's going to be a, a Brentford. Like, whatever. We'll talk about that later. But um, we're in good shape. I'm, I'm happy <laughs> with the win. Obviously, I'm happy with the point, especially with Liverpool dropping a point 
uh, uh, three points today. Uh, but I'm I'm worried about Pep just playing around with the rotations too much and just switching some guys. Because at the end of the day, I know that Zinchenko and Cancelo with Laporte is not going to work. Three out of four can't be offensive-minded defensive players. You need to have uh, at least two guys got to be – and even Laporte's kind of defensive-minded. He just thinks for whatever reason at times that he's – like kind of like Rudiger goes out of his mind sometimes. <laughs> he's crazy runs when he's just make the pass, bro, let somebody else do this other work. Like he just – he goes – like people just have – they just have their – where they just feel like, yeah, I'm shining. When you're when you're a defensive player, obviously you want to get involved in the offense. So I get it, but I just don't think that's the answer. And I just think just play Walker there and and let Walker play on that left side so that he can get back and help Laporte when he makes mistakes. Because Vincenco's not going to be, it doesn't have the speed or the the end to end type of you know uh, ability to to cover up for Laporte. Um, but you know, Laporte's not the answer at any point. I don't think he's the answer. I think we got to get replace him. But he'll work for this season. He'll do. Um, obviously, as a City fan, I can't complain because obviously, offensively, we've been completely insane this year, um, just consistency wise and passing wise. Uh, I can't complain. But with Laporte, I'm going to complain because I know that he's better than this. But he, whatever reason. This year, he's taking his BS and he's taking it to a whole other level where he just <laughs> do whatever to, to muck up games. And even though he's not man of the match because he made the the, the, the the header, the header, and he, you know, he drew the foul. So he made plays to win the game, but win the match. But uh, he's a frustrating player to watch. I'm happy we're up. We're on top of the league. We're probably 12 points ahead because of Liverpool losing. I don't even know what the – I can look it up, but – uh, we're in great shape. I'm happy we're about right. six. Yeah, y'all six. Chill out on that twelve. Six. Yeah, I thought we. Were, I thought we cut were that nine. In hand. I thought we were nine. Cut, then, cut that in yeah. hand. Cut that out. Cut yeah, that out. We were y'all might have an extra game to play. I don't remember, but I think y'all six points ahead. So chill, chill. Yeah, I guess I'll set up with six. <laughs> I'll set up with six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- 38, 34, 29. So we're four points ahead of the Liverpool and a million ahead of y'all. So. A million, huh? Yeah, <laughs> about, about 900. So nine. That don't sound That don't sound right. I think we're it six is. points behind y'all as of today. 39, 38, 29. You got the wrong table, bro. No, I don't. Premier League, Premier no, League table. No, <laughs> it went 38, 29. We're, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all were six points behind us, so that makes. I think sense. we're the week before y'all were six points behind us, so that makes sense that y'all would be, um, y'all would be uh, nine points behind us now. I ain't worried about it. We we gonna catch y'all anyway. Nine points, six points, twelve points, don't matter. Yeah, we, if we switch, <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. All right. Anyway, we're, we're gonna go to break, and then we've been taking too long. We'll go to break, and then we'll, we'll right. go to our, our our random topic, and then uh, cool, cool. Bye. All right.